episode one. Here we go. All right. He already he already jumped into the intro. Welcome <laughs> to the Mitch and His Dad podcast. I'm Mitch Marzoni. I'm here on the line with my dad. And, uh, well, Dad, go ahead and tell us a little about yourself, because uh, people can Google the living shit out of me. I spell it M-I-T-C-Z. That's uh, cat zebra. Um, which is which is the improper spelling, but we we'll, we won't. You know talk. what? That's five letters brings up everything I've ever done, so it's perfect for Google. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's look from a marketing standpoint. Some people would call me a genius, so uh, you don't want okay. people to find you, so you're not going to find anything on my dad. Now you might soon one day you might. Don't challenge people, that way. Not, no, please. Not. All right, all right. I'm anyway, fine. my book um, is an open life. Well. <laughs> Okay, so then, Dad, you, you go ahead and because uh, I don't. Okay, look, I don't know how to describe what you do for a living. I don't even know your job title. I don't have a job title. All right, well, that would make why I can't explain what you do very yeah. easy to people. Because I'm like, I think he's like a financial analyst or something. That's good. Is that a, that's a safe thing to say? I can. Yeah, safely, that's safe. Okay, you right. can't go wrong with that. All right. Well, I can go wrong with that if I say I'm a financial analyst. Yeah, that would be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I could barely analyze my own finances, much less anybody else's. All I can tell you is watch whatever stocks you're buying at this time. It's very risky. Okay. That's all I want to tell you. All right. Well, one day. I'll LSU to... beat Alabama. All right. That's, uh, this so is that's... the important news of the day. Uh, today Second is, news no... is the November Dallas... 9th. November Second 9th, news... Tuesday at 5 o'clock in the, uh, in the, in the Pacific time zone. All right. Go ahead. Heaven save us all. <laughs> you were talking uh, about, go ahead, do your sports thing, I guess. All right, I'm not going to say LSU beat Alabama again. Uh, also, of course, everybody knows because ESPN uh, scribbles it across the bottom of the screen for the last 48 hours. The Cowboys coach got axed. We have a new coach, which is not any better than the old coach. But anyway, that was it for the sports. <laughs> the, the, the Dallas Mavericks beat the uh, Boston Celtics last night, which is, is a big, big news. Uh, I do want to interject for anybody listening that I'm finished I, with sports now. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to just say to anybody listening that uh, we don't ever normally discuss sports, and I don't oh, really that's... care to ever talk about sports. But my dad's got to throw that in there because well, uh, it's just a quick. A quick, you know, synopsis of the week kind of thing. Sure, sure. Cause I, the important things only. I would, I guess I would think, like, somebody who cares, wouldn't they already know? Like, wouldn't they have... I don't know. It's okay. I know that's important to you. I'll let you do it. Because I, I, I'm sure if something technology happened today, I would have I would have been like, oh, you guys, did you hear about... I don't know. Windows 7 crashed or something. Yeah, that would yeah. be good. I mean, I, I imagine somebody's copy of windows 7 crashed sure yeah that's gonna happen i don't you know i won't get i mean if if something yeah i give some something important windows the new windows phone is out but uh, i think that happened last week or something and they're not selling very well so that's not as former president bush is signing copies of his new book at borders on preston road in dallas today yeah did you go in the there signing in the started place? at 8 30 but you had to line up at 7 to get a wristband because that meant you were checked through security. Are they checking for people who look like me? 
No, oh yes. You, <laughs> would have, you would have to completely undress. All right, all right. Yeah, I would imagine so. But uh, I would just, I just wonder if there's a separate line to slap him. Is there? Well, a separate... George W. Bush lives in Dallas, so he's having this right. thing. It's probably two blocks from his house at the Borders yeah. bookstore. All right. Well, it's an opportunity for everybody to just go up and yell. That was the political news of the day, by the way. That would have been actually kind of cool. I could kind of see, you know, if I had that opportunity, maybe I, I might go there and just kind of. Yeah, I don't know what I would say. There's really nothing that I could get out in such a short period of time that would properly explain. To well, really I've been to these book signings in the past, and they're usually very disappointing for the amount of time you put in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you don't get to that. talk to the person at all because the book that he signs has been signed already. By the time you get there, they just hand you the book. I'm sure he just has a stamp at this point. No, no, he signs it. All right. He'll sign it, but but the point is, he's signing well in advance of you getting there, is my point. Mm, okay. So you just kind of get handed the book, not by him, but by some person standing next to him. Right, right. And then if you want to say something, you got to say that as you walk by him. Well, could you, could you just personally kind of make a note of the address? Because uh, I, I hope to, in the next, uh, hopefully, year... Um, finish my book that I've been writing and uh, it would be really cool if when I if and when I do a book tour to stop to that same one and then you could you could come to my book signing and you're I, like this is the same place that George Bush signed his book and that would be kind of a many many celebrities have used this particular place it's right in the middle of Dallas oh perfect all right goody well maybe it's I'll... on Preston Road I do not know the address Oh, I don't need, like, the exact. I'll just kind of, all right, I'll just keep Preston that. Road, Dallas, Borders Bookstore. I don't need to know this for at least a year. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, like, kind of in your head. Hey, if you could keep Kelly. a mental note. The one thing that I have to say that I heard about yesterday, which I, was, oh. it was kind of the joke going around, and I did think it was, it was kind of hilarious, is that, is that he says in his book that his biggest regret his presidency or like his lowest point was when Kanye West called him racist and uh, everybody went like really that was the low point 9-11 wasn't that didn't that wasn't the one but but Kanye West calling you racist was your low now point. that sounds like a California story because I've been following this pretty closely over here in his hometown and that particular quote I have not heard it hasn't been in any local newspapers it hasn't been any local thing that's strictly a California story somebody dug up, so that is. Yeah, okay. Very well, insignificant. We'll see, we'll see about that. We'll see about Very that. insignificant beings as California has recessed itself from the Union. <laughs> Look who's talking. You're in Texas. Yeah, but you, we're right in the middle of the country. I know, like, but you want to be you, you want to be, you want to be recessed from the, you want your you want to be your own country. Well, that would be nice. Okay, well see there you go. So so problem with that is all the people from California would move here, and then that would be the end of that. No, I don't think that. Uh, I do think it, I do think California should be split into two states, north and south, California. California is so messed up right now. It's like a third world country. It's just so screwed up. Oh, I don't know about and that. It's, you know, it's a shame because it's such a beautiful place, and they have the best weather in the country. But it's just... It's it's gone strictly to the devil. 
uh, well, we did have a Republican governor just for the record. That would be the devil with the red dress on, not the blue dress. Well, I'm just, you know, I just want to point out that that we, I mean, you know. How could he possibly be a Republican being married to a Kennedy? That's all I want to know. I mean, look, I I don't actually, you know, this is the thing is like a lot of my political friends get so goddamn angry at me for this. Oh, wait. Um, Use God's name in vain on this program, do we? I, I, I will probably drop a few f bombs here and there, but you know, look, oh, it's the same as like when you and I talk on the phone. I I don't curse with you very often. That's not good. You know what I'm saying? Like you've heard my comedy. I curse like a sailor, but like when I'm talking to you on the phone, I don't I don't curse that much. See, I all. think that's pretty good that you can do that because I trained myself not to curse because I never wanted to curse in front of my parents. And I don't know that I could have controlled it, so I just don't curse. You've, I've, I've heard you curse. I've heard you use every. Well, you might have heard me, you know, when I was on a golf course or something. Well, I mean, I've heard you certainly in traffic, and and when I was a kid, and I did something wrong, sure, you know. Uh, oh, but, but yeah, well, I mean, I do think. I mean, I, I you know, I, I don't that's mean to be... a moment of where you're completely out of control, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because no words are gonna, you know, you're not sitting there going like, "Darn it," you know. Yeah, I understand. I used to say, "Heck to Hawkacetus." I recall that one. I remember that particular. Yeah, uh... See, this was an actual person. He's probably listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably that's a, a hell of a name right there. He's like probably that. just totally shocked that his name has been mentioned on the air here. <laughs> over the over the internet airways. And he like probably that. looks totally different than the last time I saw him because he was about eight years old. Wow! Oh, wow. So he's probably aged. Hackahawkasius. I've always thought that name it just has a certain tang to it, you know. It's, it's got a, it's got a good ring. I I found yeah. that. Um, Social Network was a good movie, by the way. Well, well, we'll get into movies in a minute. Hold on. Oh, okay, we can get to, to the movies yet. I'm trying Jeez. to remember what the heck the point I was trying to make about why I said goddamn. When do we, we get to Mickey Mantle and all that? All right, hold on, hold on. Uh, now I remember. Now, now is the. Uh, well, I was saying my friends would get my my uptight political liberal friends friends. Uh, I know you're having a giggle over there, but they they would get all upset because I was like, look, when when we were picking new governors, I was just really excited about the idea that we could vote in the Terminator as a governor. I just kind of thought that was amusing. I was like, that that amuses me. Thing, I mean, that's California. I mean, it's amusing to me. It's amusing that Gary Coleman, Larry Flint, uh, Mary Carey, who's a porn star. And and the Terminator were all running for governor, and 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 Jello Biafra and the lead singer of a band called TSOL, and both of those guys are famous punk musicians. You would never have heard of them, but uh, they were like big time growing up. And and what's what's funny now is we now have Governor Jerry Brown, and um, the only time that I I mean I I know very little about the guy, but I will say this was the strongest. It's going to sound stupid to you, but. But the strongest endorsement of Jerry Brown came probably three, four years ago. Uh, I didn't even know the guy was going to run ever again or anything. But when I was a kid, there was a band I listened to called the Dead Kennedys. And uh, and the lead singer, yeah, the lead singer was Jello Biafra, who, by the way, when I was in Seattle, I got thrown into a Green Party voting booth thing, if you will. I went to a Green Party meeting, and I voted Jello Biafra because he was running for the Green Party. And I voted Jello Biafra because he's he's just a I just dig that guy he's cool so he was the lead singer of Dead Kennedys and one of their 
major, probably their most famous song is called uh, California Uber Alice, which you'll recognize of the from the German national anthem, um, Uber uh, Germany Uber Alice, you know, and uh, and and the and the song starts with with uh, Jello Biafra saying, "I am Governor Jerry Brown. I wear a smile and never frown. Soon I will be president." And it was like this whole kind of thing about how Jerry Brown was turning the the California into like a Third Reich kind of. It was very you know very political and very like over exaggerating. And uh, about four years ago or something like that, somebody had kind of pulled Jello Biafra aside for an interview, and they said they said now it's funny because Jerry Brown had a lot of great things for the state back then. Whoa, static, static. All I'm right. sorry. Uh, so he said, you know, Jello Biafra, uh, Jerry Brown had done a lot of great things for California back then, and he has since done a lot of great things for California uh, outside of office. And, uh, and Jello Biafra goes, yeah, actually, I feel bad now about that song because we play that all the time. And he's like, I, you know, people love that song. And he's like, and, and so now I, I change it up and I use different people's names. He's like, I don't want to rip on Jerry Brown. And he was actually... He was he was unfortunately just the wrong place at the wrong time. I mean, he's not a bad guy, and and I support him. And I thought, well, that's interesting. So when he came up on the ballot, I just said, I'm voting for that guy. If if Jello Biafra will admit that at the at the height of his angry youth, the guy that he wrote his most famous song about was actually a good guy, then 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 probably it's okay. You know, this Ronald is, Reagan started something in California. When when the kooks in California, particularly those that are in your neighboring town of Hollywood, okay, my neighboring just, town, that, that's when where they I live. saw when they saw that an actor could be the president of the United States, mm-hmm. they suddenly came out of the woodwork. Now, you do realize that Arnold Schwarzenegger did have the goal to become the president of the United States. Yeah, yeah, he's got presidential aspirations. I mean, aspirations. he's like, uh, you know, he went through the whole thing with getting past the thing where you couldn't be president being born in another country. Yeah. He was going to changed. He was going to what? Unfortunately. He was going to have that law changed. Yeah. So that it would be okay for a alien to be uh, the president. Anyway, uh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Jerry Brown probably feels the same way as does all the people who are trying to run over there for for governor because they think they can then run for president. I think that's kind of what's what's going on. But anyway, that's enough about California. I'm already nauseated. <laughs> uh, well, I just I'm just showing you like this is how this is how I pick my political battles in a way. You know. Well, that was good. Okay. It's uh, it's a, it's an emo- I do it kind of emotionally. It's sort of you know like how do I feel. Because I genuinely believe that kind of... We're going to have people that want to hear political stuff listening to us, oh, by the way. absolutely. We can I, talk oh, about Oh, absolutely. Well, I don't want to talk. I mean, like, we're going to get into... I, I don't want to go too serious right off the bat. But I do okay. think... Okay. I, I guess my thing is that, like, uh, I feel like, generally speaking, pretty much no matter who's in office in any given, you know, whatever jurisdiction or whatever... Uh, you know, things aren't going to change radically. The 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 people who think that, like, you know, I saw a documentary right around the time that Obama was elected about the the the, the far right, the the religious right, who were like, 
just insane, like bring God back to the government, you know, all this stuff. And they were crying and like, oh, my God, what are, we're all going to get attacked by terrorists. And Obama's secretly a Muslim and he's going to import, you know, a terrorist cell to keep us all in training camps. And he's, you know, it was this just absolutely most asinine crap I've ever heard in my life. And, uh, and it was just like, look, you know, I voted for the guy and, you know, the hope and the change. Um, and and I, I told you at the time, I don't think, oh, all of a sudden, you know, the sun's going to come out and everybody's going to be wonderful. But I did like that he ran a, a polite campaign for the most part. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? There wasn't a lot of, like, hate and fear. Oh, I liked that. I liked that there wasn't hate and fear. Barack Hussein Obama. Oh, don't dare talk about his middle Is the president name. of the United States. And God bless him. Whoa, Nelly. You know, whatever. Uh, I, his name has nothing to do with anything. Well, we may find out different one day. Who knows? I sincerely doubt that you will. I look. I I. I only got two more, more years, and we'll be done with it. So. Yeah. Well, you think, but the experiment know. will end at that point. The experiment. <laughs> are you uh, are you upset by by his name? I mean, do you think he's a Muslim? I guess I should ask that. You. I you don't. I have. I have no idea. Really? No. No idea. No idea whether he's a Muslim. That means oh he could be God. and he couldn't be. But I have wow. no idea. I mean, I don't have any way of proving one way or the other. Mm -hmm. okay. I think he has a societal goal. We should call it the Hussein Society. Oh, God. And that goal is what he's trying to put in and what he just got all his buddies bumped out of office because he was trying to put it in there. Mm -hmm. Okay. But uh, the, the Hussein <laughs> Society is... Uh, <laughs> Off the tracks at the moment. <laughs> oh man, I, I I feel like I don't know. I just I feel like people. Are I think we should call him Hussein instead of Barack. Uh, oh come on! You just want people paranoid about him. I look. I honestly think my my take on it because it is going to sound probably bigoted or whatever have you towards the the, the Christian right, but I genuinely think the dude's <laughs> not religious at all. I think that he would just as soon say, look, it, I'm an atheist, but I go to church because it makes me feel good. I that's connect why with I my... Said, that's why I said I have no idea. Because well, I'm not think, talking about Muslim. I, I, I mean zero. He knows what he really is about anything, frankly. I No, I, I would I would guess the dude's a, an atheist. And <laughs> No, look, because here, because he's, he's big on science, which, which is not a... Christians are not big on science. No, no, look. Throughout history... Are you saying there's no Christian scientists? I am not saying that at all. Oh, However, that's... it is ironic that Christian scientists is a religion, and they're the least scientific religion on Earth. Like, there is no... There is no... There is no religious organization, to my knowledge, that is more anti-science than Christian scientists. Well, that those are the people, by the way, the, if you don't know, those are the people who, who say that they don't believe in medicine because Jesus will heal them. I mean, we're you're talking like down to a headache, won't take a Tylenol. The, they're the ones that get, get thrown in court for child negligence when their kid dies of something they could have gone to the doctor for. And How about a bear aspirin? Would they go for that instead of a Tylenol? Is there a reason why are you just do you think it like their their brand? Uh, well, I don't know. I, mean, uh, I literally, I just meant, an, yeah, an aspirin, a Tylenol. I've just, yes, I, 
I fall victim to the corporatization of generic words. Yes. Well, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I mean, like that's my faith. That's the world I live in, you know. So well, I my I live in the corporate world. That's my whole thing. My most that's recent it's all ex, about my most recent ex's father was a Christian scientist, and he uh, he was a pastor. John Travolta. No, no, that's a Scientologist. That's an entirely different oh, that's guy. a different thing. Yeah, entirely different. Okay. My yeah, my ex's uh, dad was a pastor for the Christian Scientists until he had like a some kind of severe liver failure, and they were like, "Look, uh, it's a very simple operation. We fix this up, you're good to go. There's like a ninety nine percent success rate, uh, but you'll die in like three days if we don't do it." And uh, he didn't want to do it, and I guess the family, my you know, my ex and her mom, like drugged him or something and like dragged him into the hospital and got him the operation and he came he's fine i mean this was like 10 years ago he's fine he lived through it he lived fine but he got he got kicked out of the pastor and they had to move you know so like oh well yeah they don't they don't screw around but i I, what i'm saying is that that historically christians uh, christian uh religion uh the christian organization has not been kind to science let that's, me ask you this question. That's, that's fair to say, isn't it? Go ahead. Yeah. That's fair to say. Yeah. All right, go ahead. What's, what's your question? You're in a restaurant. All right. The waiter comes up. <laughs> okay. What you want is water. All right. What do you order? Uh, can I get a glass of water? Okay, so you just go for your basic... Uh, well water from, you know, Bakersfield or wherever it is. Sure, sure, yeah. Absolutely. You don't say I want Pellegrino oh, or never. Uh, no, no. Sparkling whatever it is. No, there is a there is a I don't want to call it a conspiracy by any means, but there is a there is an entire multi million dollar a year industry, especially here in California, that has built up around the confusion between tap water and bottled water. If you're in a restaurant and say, I'd like some water, they'll bring you a bottle of friggin' water. And so I always say glass of water. When they bring you the bottle, do they charge you? Of course. Okay, so they assume, do they have like a favorite water they bring? I mean, is it... Is it I uh, don't go to the big fancy restaurants, but apparently at the fancy restaurants they have like a water menu. Yeah, well, I know they do have water as a big thing in restaurants, but I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know they would be bringing you water. When you ask for water, they have their own brand or something. They bring over to the table and charge you four bucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they all, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they each restaurant has, like, a deal worked out, to, you know, with Arrowhead. So or, you got to say glass water. Yeah, I, glass I say water. a glass of water. I would never say give me a water. I always say glass of water. Now, if you say, give me a water, then I would think you're looking for a bottle. I, would yeah, you? you know, I, I don't know. I, it's rude to assume that when somebody asks for the most basic element on our planet, they want to be charged for it. I think it's rude to assume that, and I think that corporately it's, it's, it, it, it borders on fraud. As far as I'm concerned, I look, if somebody says, bring me a bottle of water, yes, charge them for a bottle of water. But you, I don't think you'd ever call a glass of water, a water. That sounds like something you'd only say in Texas. If somebody said, bring me a water, I'm thinking he wants Ozaka or something, you know. 
I, I don't even know what that is. But I've, I've never heard anybody Ozarkas, say... Ozarkas, Arkansas spring water in a bottle. I don't... That's That must be over there. It takes too long to get here. And there. By this country is... Over, over here, we're like, yeah, just give us the Fiji water. Uh, but I, I, I've never heard Fiji anybody water. say, give me a water. I've never heard that until just water. now. I mean, I think they mean Fiji or Pellegrino or... A water? Who says a water? That's got to be a just Texas. Just a minute ago. No, no, I, I, you just said. I'm saying prior to that, I had never heard anybody say a water. <laughs> you just said a water. I well, I, I because of you, because you said a water. I was like, why would I say a water? I would say a glass of water, but I would never. Yeah, a my fault because of my age. I have never said. I said a water in reference to you. I said I don't. I wouldn't say a water. Okay. I've never heard anybody say a water. Bring me a water. Yeah, no, and I don't think I've I've worked in a restaurant and I never heard that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I worked in a, I worked on the very first uh Denny's on uh on on University Boulevard in Seattle. I worked there opening night. Did you know you were in Washington state at the time? Yes, I did. Okay, I'm not going to go any further than that. <laughs> Are you? Did I? T- I think I told you my. Yes, you did idea. tell okay. me. I didn't know if you wanted. Well, now to I talk. have to tell. Well, now I have to because everybody's yeah. like, "Why the hell did he ask that?" But okay, so <laughs> am I allowed to say hell on here? Uh, <laughs> all right, so I just brought that up out of the blue yeah. sky. You don't have to. No, you know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll make it very brief. I. Okay. I'm a, a product of the terrible American education system, but I. Um, uh, I I don't I really honestly looking back I'm like I don't know how I didn't know this I really don't and I feel like I feel it's so bad that I feel like maybe that was one of those days where I just forgot everything I knew because I just I have a hard time believing I know this conversation happened I just don't know why I didn't immediately go oh duh but my friend's mom was moving all of us to Seattle from Phoenix and uh, I just knew Seattle, Washington from Nirvana and whatever have you. And she was showing me on the map where we were going. She said, okay, we're going to take this road. And she was going up through, like, side roads, more or less, side highways, um, through, uh, not straight through California. She wanted to go through, like, you know, uh, Arizona and uh, and things like that. And, um, Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> no, no, not that, no. Oregon. By the time we got about... Through Wyoming. About, through about Central California, then we went right back into California. I'm just saying the southern part. So I guess what? Arizona and uh, is it? No, not Utah. Uh, What's well, just above Arizona? Is it? That's Wyoming. Nevada. Nevada. No, that's above Arizona? Yeah, yeah I guess it Yes. Was. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Las that's true. Vegas. That's dip, true. Dip, dip. This is true. So yeah, we went through. Uh, you need to get you a map. We went through northern Arizona, southern Nevada. And then west back over to California, right around halfway. Anywho, there you go. So she was showing me that highway, and I said, uh, "I said, why the hell are you going that way?" I was like, are you, "Is there like, are we taking the scenic route?" And she thought, you know, like, "Oh, he wants to just go straight through California, head west and go north." And she's like, "No, because it avoids some of the Southern California highways, which is pain in the ass." And I was like, "Right, but why even bother?" Ye- going that way at all like why well, go north first instead of east she goes why would we go east i was like because washington's over here <laughs> 
And like the entire, it was, it was like, you know, it was like a planning committee. Like we were planning a robbery, like six people in the room staring at this map. And they all looked up at me at once and went, uh, what? In unison, what? And I was like, don't look at me like I'm crazy, people. The map is right in front of you. Washington is right here. And they're like, that's D.C. I was like, no, it says Washington, D.C. It's Washington, Seattle, Washington, D.C. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't just gang up and beat me with clubs. Oh, that's that's really. That's, yeah. that's, so there, I got to tell that story. That's a sad thing about the school districts right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, I have, I do, okay, so I have topics, but real quick, I need to refill my drink, so, so hold on. Well, we, well, we're holding on. Yeah, just, it's like 30 seconds, I just run into Well, the... I can give the Columbus story in 30 seconds. What Columbus story? Well, the fact that uh, we just had All right, Columbus hold on, hold on, you talk to yourself, I guess. Well, this is the problem, is you might say something I want to ask you about. And, and well, you, the, I'll come back it. to it. Go ahead and do what you gotta do. All right, you just talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Mitchell's middle name is Christopher, named after Christopher Columbus. By the way, his sister's name is Christine, which is as close as I could get with a female name to Christopher Columbus. He's also what made me think of Christopher Columbus. We we're talking about education systems, and sad as it is, most. Most uh, students were taught from a book that speaks very lowly of probably the greatest, besides Jesus or somebody, human being that ever lived was Christopher I, I, Columbus. I think I'm going to have to just say that the greatest. Okay, human. that's the end. I'm not talking about Norman Borlaug would have been the greatest human being. But I'm just giving him your, your middle name and all that, so that's, that's okay. Great. No, I'm, that's... Look, this is. I just now realized that if I ever have to get up and go get something to drink, that's, I'll talk about Columbus. That's where, no, no. I'm just thinking that's where you start to disseminate the Texas viewpoint on the poor, unsuspecting people who don't know. Anything. You know that I'm not from Texas. Did you I'm know just, that? Okay. Well, this. I look. I'm just. You know what? We never even got into who you are, what you do. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Uh, Dad here is uh, out in Dallas, Actually, uh, Texas. With a uh, foreign government that's hired me to <laughs> oversee the situation over here. I'm sure they're very concerned about what I'm saying on the Internet. They left the way, me alone these know, 15 Did you know that, that I throw out facts every now and then, totally unrelated to anything. Did you know that South America mm. was east of Florida? Yes. You didn't know that. You yes, thought it Pangea. I know all about Pangea. Pangea. <laughs> Pangea. Oh, save us, oh, Lord. <laughs> what? Pangea is the, that's when the whole world was, was one continent. Pangea. What? What did you guys call it in your day? Oh, man. When the whole world used to be one continent, what did they refer to that as? We called it Pangea. What did you guys Terra call it? Terra firma. Terra firma? Yeah. That just means solid ground or solid exactly. earth. Exactly. That's what it was. It was a big We're chunk. We're on terra firma now. It was a big, it was a big uh, solid chunk of land there. Well, I mean, but, all right, whatever. And we decided to, to you know... We couldn't live with that because that made us part of Africa. Right. Anyway. <laughs> oh we're not going there. No, but like, 
What's funny now to me? Now can't ever go to Africa. Can you imagine after I just said that? We're, we're, we're banned in Africa. You might be. I'm good to go. But uh, <clears throat> good luck. <laughs> well, I do want to one day go back to the homeland. But um, so look, I, I, I it's funny because I remember when I was when I was a kid and we were talking about the various types of land, the peninsulas and the islands and whatever have you. And I remember looking at a map and I was like, but we're we're all on islands. And the, and the teacher's like, no, an island is a body of land surrounded by water on all sides. I said, okay, yeah, so we're just on a really big island. And she was, like, arguing with me about it. Well, that's, I don't think there's any, I mean, that's, you. technically, I guess that's correct. I mean, we are. I mean, you know, I, I guess our, our island kind of splits off, like, you know, Alaska, uh, you know, Canada, United States. Mexico, South America. You put that all into one. That's one body of water surrounded on all sides by land. That's an island. Just a really, really, really big island. Yeah, it is. I mean, Africa's an island. Right? There you go. Well, if Africa's an island, that means China and Russia and India and all of those are islands as well. Are they, I mean, but there's, there's... The only thing connecting, though, the only thing that splits that up is, like, the Nile River. Right, that's true. Well, I'm just thinking, like, the whole, like... I mean, the whole, everything that's Earth is actually an island, because the right. water is, dominates the world, you know. Exactly, right. So we can just talk, you know, we're living on an island, that's good. All right, so here are my notes, because when, when we had originally talked over this Skype thing about doing the podcast, the first time that we talked over Skype, you said, uh, you, I think you thought we were starting the next day or something, and you said, oh, yeah, I could tell the story about what happened the other day. I assume by this point you may have forgotten what it was, but it, it seemed to be fascinating to you at the time. It was, right around, it was right around the time you went to go get this headset that you're using right now it was raining or something and you were like oh i gotta tell you what happened the other day and you didn't well i don't, I don't know. know what that is i mean okay. right, i'll scratch that off the list i just thought i have no that. idea what that is all right well that's a, that's a good story. oh you know I, I didn't tell you i did a i did a uh i did two shows over the weekend oddly enough two uh comedy shows. was that the three minute thing no 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 i did um i went to see some friends at, at a club i performed at where i did my dvd uh special and uh, they put me up for five minutes, so that was cool. And then the yeah. the following day, uh, the guy who books for that club, friend of mine, TK, he was on that uh, Best Damn Sports Show, period. Is that right? He was on that. Uh, but he, he called me and he said, you know, we're, we're doing this comedy competition and, and it's the finals tonight and I need, I need you to judge. I need a third judge. And I was like, all right, cool, count me in. And it was supposed to be uh, this guy, Nick Swardson, who's a really big uh, comedian. And uh, this other guy, Steve-O, who's from Jackass. I don't know if you know about Jackass, but uh, Steve-O was it. So those two were supposed to headline, so we weren't going to get any time. And I was like, that's fine. I'll just do the judging. It was a sold-out show at this place called the Ice House. It's a, like the first, I mean, I don't know if it's the first, but the longest-running, anyway, uh, comedy club in Southern California. It's a really, really nice club. It's It's... The crowd there and the way that they have the room set up is just so great for comedy that apparently, for instance, Jay Leno says that he won't take tapes from the Ice House because it's too easy to get laughs there. Okay. So, like, it's that. So it was a sold-out show at the Ice House, my first time being there, and Nick Swartzen and Steve-O didn't show up. 
Um, <clears throat> so they made me and one of the other judges, they were like, look, we need a half hour out of the two of you. So you each get 15 minutes or however you want to split it up. And I was like, oh, crap, because I haven't done 15 minutes in a while. And I was like, uh, I haven't really done anything since my DVD. I've just been working on new material. And and I went up there. I kind of wrote a set list down, kind of like, well, I can do this new joke, and maybe I'll try this one out, and I'll do this from the DVD, and I'll do this I haven't done in like a year and a half that didn't go on the DVD. And uh, I just wrote it down, and I, I, my whole set from the time they introduced me until I left the stage and shook the hand of the guy taking my place was 15 minutes and 10 seconds. So I was very happy about that. That's getting it right on the nose, huh? Yeah, it was like, I was I was very happy with that. So it was a great weekend. But okay, so we're moving on. Um, uh, let's hear the rest of this list. Let's see here. Uh, I was going to talk about the midterm elections, and I wasn't. Mm. Oh, uh, I think we already covered the politics. Well, I I am curious because you have a you have like a foaming at the mouth rage about Nancy Pelosi. Well, <laughs> I mean, you were like she's the devil. Can we go into that? I feel like she is to you what Dick Cheney is to me, but I don't know. Yeah, but Dick Cheney is retired and living with Halliburton. I mean, he doesn't have to worry about anything. Yeah, but Pelosi he is still everything for eight pop. years. I mean, you know, Pelosi, I thought she was gone. Well, she's she's now running for the minority uh-huh. seat thing. Right. So she's not actually doing anything right now. She, she if she had any pride in her being she would have resigned but we are talking about nancy pelosi i hate the fact that she's italian by the way i just that's really disappointing you and the, you and the caring about people's backgrounds has got to that's something that i can't wait to to see go away in the next generation or two and it and it is and i'm very happy to see that Somebody it is was, california i'm just look I, i'm just saying you're in a different, believe me when I tell you this, believe me with your heart and soul and all those listening in California, believe me with your heart and soul, you are in a different world from the rest of the country. I'm just telling you, you think differently, you do everything differently. It's just a very strange and weird group of people living out there. Let me, let me, okay, let me pr- phrase it to you this way. I've never, ever been to Italy, Ever. And one day I hope to go to Italy, and I, I probably will stop in. What's for, that got to do with the price? I, well, hear me out. I, I've never been there. Uh, uh, you know, I, I know some people who whose last. Okay, so what's the story? Go ahead. So, any- so, so the last name, hap- my last name is Italian. I've met other people whose last names also happen to be Italian. Yeah. I've, met, I've met your family on a, I could, less than a handful of times if I hung out with your family. Yeah, I, I wasn't raised in an Italian community, so far as I know. Um, I, I, what bearing on my life does the fact that I have an Italian last name have at all, in any way whatsoever? Okay, first let's talk about the science of that. Go ahead. Cause, it hey, just I'd so happens. I'd love to hear the science of bigotry. It just ahead. so happens that the genes in the male blood that passes to the son at birth Mm -hmm. is the strongest DNA copy that they have is from male to male. So therefore you are Marzoni forever. It doesn't make any difference 
how many mixtures are in there or anything else, that's what you are. You can't do anything about it. That's it. I'm not upset about this. I don't want okay. you to think then, that I'm I'm arguing okay. that like, oh, I'm so upset that I'm Italian. And secondly, I don't, I'm not. and secondly, because of that, there should be some sort of, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. There should be some sort of feeling of of loyalty or whatever you what word you want to use. I use loyalty toward Italians, people with Italian names. You have a connection to them by your name because because long, hundreds of years ago. No, because you have an Italian name. They have Italian blood, and you have Italian blood. Right, right. Well, but 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 that's all. Take, so uh, wait, no. So then, in essence, hundreds of years ago, my family may have hung out with another Italian family. There's no snake oil involved. That's just what it is. It well, is no, but, what it is, as they say. But what loyal? No, because what loyalty do I have to like? Hundreds of years ago, my family might have hung out with another Italian family on the same strip of land. That has no bearing on why would I feel any connection to another Italian. HBO, in an effort to promote The Sopranos, (laughs) did a, did a, just on the street, they showed it on TV with the mic going down the street. They went, they went through like four cities, most of them between Chicago and New York. They didn't go to California. Talk to people walking down the street. If you could be any nationality in the world, which would you be? Mm-hmm. 80% wanted to be Italian. Good for them. Okay? Right. I, now, I care. what this means is when I say to people at a gathering, <laughs> uh, you know, everybody wants to be Italian. I usually start off the, the little yeah, talk yeah. with that. That breaks them up right away. Yeah, yeah. And... I when I say you're that, spreading this dissemination throughout the land, but all right, go ahead. I say that because there's evidence of it. All right, of course. So that, that's all I'm saying. There's a certain thing about being an Italian because the greatness of our planet mm. has been Italian. Mm. I mean, historically, just think about it a minute. I, I don't know history as well as you do, so I... I... Well, and we're just talking Columbus and uh, what Magellan. Just Columbus. I mean, it's not like just Columbus. Well, how about Marconi? Uh, Wouldn't have this computer right here without him. Uh, and Vespucci. How about Galileo that discovered uh, all the all the planets and all the, how many more you want me to name? No, look, I'm not. Uh, I I'm not ripping on Italians. I mean, there's I, great sports Italians. No, look, I. Oh, DiMaggio, Rocky Marciano. <laughs> you want me to keep going? No, no, look. Uh, this is a look. I will say to to the, to the folks listening because I know you love this story. <laughs> My dad sent me a. Uh, I'm talking to the listeners here. And I know you're you're just cackling over there. You you sent me you sent me a a clipping from a from a newspaper. It was an ad for The Sopranos. Yeah, where it was. Uh, I'm trying to remember. It was like a map of the world, right? And it was. <laughs> I, tell me what it was, because now I'm trying to remember. Oh, I, go ahead. It you, you started, and I'm not coming in on this. Go ahead. Because I, I had forget. a map of the world, and it didn't say everybody wants to be Italian. It was like. I feel like it said Sopranos, 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 like, but it had little place markers over, over every place in the world or something. What was what was the place markers? I don't remember. Oh damn it! Well, it was something basically that that, that in so many ways kind of implied everybody wants to be Italian. 
Yeah, well, we already know this from the HBO. uh, Right, right, right. Well, it was an HBO ad. Anyway, the point is that you sent that to me, and I was checking my mail as I was heading out the door to have dinner or lunch with uh, the ex-girlfriend's parents, or my girlfriend at the time's parents. There you go. Yeah. Um, That covers everybody right there. Yeah, right. Yeah, well. Uh, So I'm I'm heading to the car. I've, I've got the mail. I open it up, and I see that that newspaper clipping and i just laughed out loud and everybody in the car of course was like what and i was like oh i gotta show you so i showed it to her parents and i said my dad loves this you know you had written on the either the front or the back of it you had written see everybody wants to be italian and her mom turned around and she goes well he's right there you go and she's not italian i'm telling you it's a fact i and i don't blame people really i mean (laughs) You got to be crazy not to want to be the value. I mean, if you had your choice, I'm saying. Well, right, but you don't. Ergo, it's not a source of pride. Well, it's a certain incredible source of pride for me. Well, I do, but but that's what I'm saying. You had zero in, input on being an Italian. You you did literally nothing at oh, all. I didn't have anything to do with being white American either. Exactly, Ergo. Very happy. No, no, no. no. Well, hold on. Me now. You you do have a choice right now of of living in America. I don't have a choice of being a white American. Okay, exactly. Okay. Are you? And but but again, I don't think that there's a source of pride for that. Well, oh, I could like you know rescind all the the citizenship and move to uh, Italy. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Of all hey. places. And why haven't you done that if Italy's so wonderful? Well, believe me, it's come up on the possible list. Believe hey, me. I'm not done right yet. I may be getting old, but I'm not done yet. I'm not saying you are. I'm that's, just... a, that's, a, that's always a possibility right there. That's uh, that's you know that's in the corner pocket somewhere. Believe well, that me. would be wonderful because I could go, I'm going to go visit my father in Italy. And then I would exactly. say, Exactly. Oh, that would yeah, be great, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, you see. Uh, well, I, I just happen to—I just happen to do the kind of work that you could do from anywhere. So, uh, so do I. That's yeah. that's a plus. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess my—I mean, I would never move to Italy because there's too much uh, Roman Catholic stuff going on there. But yeah, um, <laughs> man, I couldn't last twenty minutes there. You got the Pope himself. Oh, you... Jesus God! You did bow your head as you said that, I think. I, I shook my head in disgust is really what it was. But, oh, um, just don't talk about this right now. Yeah, this well, is, don't worry. Don't worry about it. I too many, they're just supposed to be going to be all California friends of yours listening to this. No, no. I Look, I, I look. the Pope is... The ones that can put up with believe this. Me, believe me, the Pope has done far more harm than good. Let's Believe don't talk me. about my I pope just, yeah. <laughs> Your pope. My point is that things that you had no direct influence on or choice in the matter of should not be a source of pride. Oh, that's not true at all. Absolutely true. That's not true at all. I think so. I mean, I'm proud of being from New Orleans, and I didn't have anything to do from that. And I'm proud I grew up in Lakeview. I'm ashamed you... that I grew up in Phoenix, but I shouldn't be because I had no choice in that matter either. Yeah, but you weren't born there. No, I know, but I'm still ashamed that I grew up there. Why? Because it was a terrible, soul-sucking, atrocious desert wasteland of crap and nothingness 
And it's it's a yuppie. Million people that have moved there from California that will disagree with. I they can disagree all they want. I'm giving my opinion. It's a it's a yuppie wasteland. It's a place to gather your money, sit in a track home with zero personality, and do diddly squat except for go to goddamn happy hour and 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 hang out in the friggin' desert and and. And, this and is what we call wallow touching. in your wallow in your yuppie white privilege. I I it's hate touch. that place more yeah. than any place I've ever been. We have touched a nerve in this guy right mm. here. No wait, no no. Hold on. The place I hate more than any place I've ever been is Florida. I Florida can. I hope that Florida cracks off. Of, I just want this on the record. I hope Florida cracks off of the land and just sinks. And anybody okay. who doesn't jump off is too dumb to live. <laughs> Read the news sometime, man. All the crazy uh, crap yeah. happens in Florida and Germany. You know what I mean? It's uh, I like Germany actually. I do too. I you know why I love Germany? I always check the weather in Berlin every morning. You know why I love Germany? They Very are, cold they, there. But they are they are vehemently secular. I like that about them. Well, yeah. you know, all the nine uh, eleven bombers were gathered in Berlin, so that doesn't make a rats ass bit of difference to me i i i've literally what i like okay you you saw or i don't know if you saw but you at least heard about that movie the exorcism of emily rose right oh yeah okay that was about a german couple who thought their daughter was possessed and yeah. she died she died is that a uh, true story because i saw the movie yeah it's a true story well, i mean obviously told through religious you know weirdos but regardless no, uh, obviously told through Hollywood. No, no, but what I'm saying is the original story was told at, at by by the wackos who were in prison for killing their daughter, or yeah, their daughter, who was like exceedingly malnourished and and just just messed she was up, possessed by the devil. What do you no, want? No, she she like look, if she did something wrong, they'd send her up into the attic, and she'd <laughs> have to drop to her knees. And do oh, like yeah. a do like a prayer thing, like yeah. you know, fifty times in a row. Her her legs, her kneecaps had had just completely collapsed on her. I mean, she was that girl was was tortured, and I mean, it was. So, it, and so this is, is why this, I this, this is story, why I is this story related to your life. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is my point. Is the German courts were like, you can't claim this girl was possessed. You're insane. We're a, we're not. A, we don't believe in your hokey pokey crap. So they took the parents to court like they should, and they did a thorough investigation. It turns out they were religious wackos that tortured their daughter and thought she had the devil in them and did all kinds of inhuman stuff to her, including the malnourishment and the praying and the shattering of the kneecaps, and they're in jail for life. There you go. There's no none of this, none of this like, well, they just have a different point of view. Which is what people say about, you know, Christian scientists. It's like, well, they just believe a different thing. And I'm like, well, there's a point where your your religious, you know, beliefs start to, you know, severely negatively impact the people around you. You know. And and I don't think that there's any room to respect that. And I, I get know, offended. You know, things like religion and Nancy Pelosi and all that, these things are very easy to criticize. I, I don't know anything about Nancy Pelosi, so I no. And I'm just saying it, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the same as the way you can, the way you would be critical of religion and all that. 
me being critical of Nancy Pelosi is about the same thing from the standpoint that it's very easy to do. And to some degree, it, yeah. There's, it's very easy to do. It is, it is. But I, I guess, like, I mean, if, you, the... if you decided that you were going to be critical of Wheaties, the breakfast of champions. Which I am. This would be, you know, more of a topic. Than, no, but, uh, like, I... I mean, criticizing religion is almost cliche, particularly in California with yeah, a devil. Yeah, but you said you had, you had previously told me when we talked about this podcast, you said we were like, oh, good, we can get on religious topics, political topics. I was like, all right, cool. And then I bring it up, and you're like, no, nah, I don't want to, you know. No, I don't mind talking about it. It's just that we can't endlessly make a whole— I know, you know I don't— I We don't only got that. four and a half minutes left here, so— Four and a half minutes, nothing. We were the first 12 minutes. It's an just... hour. No, what it's— What do you do? There was—by the time we started the actual podcast— There's ESPN here in a minute. That's what you have. But you have the AT&T DVRU-verse thing. Yeah, that's true. I do want to—look, I, I do want to say this. I, I had recently— I I read some. I have long wondered. For instance, the the I'm, I'm not saying that you you have anything in common with these people, and I think we all agree they're wackos. But the uh, the Phelps clan, the Fred Phelps clan, the God hates fags people. You know, yeah. I don't know if you're aware of them. But no, I saw I saw an interview with them on BBC, and and one of the guys was in the back of a van with the mom, and he said, "You don't really believe this stuff that you're slinging, do you?" And she she just goes, what? <laughs> and he goes, I mean, I'm just saying, you don't possibly believe every single literal word of the Bible to the extent that you want everyone who's gay to be killed. And she said, of course. I and, don't think that's in the Bible to start with. I, well, I'll, I'll grant you that. But I, <laughs> he was trying to call her out. And her yeah. reaction is not the way that, for instance, if I went up, to you or, or really anyone and I and I said you don't really think you're wearing shoes right now do you and you're wearing shoes <laughs> your reaction wouldn't be of course or like what it would be you'd be like of course look at my shoes like you can see them you know like it would be a, a little bit more like well what do you think I'm wearing then if you you know what I mean like question the person back well what do you think I believe instead of like just what and you know so it it occurred to me the look in her eyes like I was like you know I I'm with this guy I don't think she fully buys that and I had read something recently where somebody had said I I genuinely think deep down no one's actually religious everyone's actually an atheist but they're so afraid of what happens when they die that they'll leave the door open for a given religion to maybe at least ease their minds so they can get on with their day. Can I explain my side? By all means. That's why I brought it up. All right. Here's the thing. Yeah. It's all got to do with belief and faith. We all know that. Yeah. The way I look at it is, why not? In other words, if there is such a thing, and nobody knows this, that's the mystery of dying and living and all that. But nobody knows what happens after you die. We don't know if the bright light gets you and you go to the snow or what happens. We absolutely. Don't know. Yes, absolutely. So it's a mystery. Yes. So the religions are come along to, to portray what they think happens. Yes. That's all it is, an opinion. Yeah, well, but... Well, the way I look at it yeah. is this. I'm saying to myself, okay, 
besides the fact that I went to 18 years of Catholic school. Yeah, well, but, that's going <laughs> to change a lot of things. Yes, it is. But I'm going to say this to you. When I think of Jesus, the Son of God, and whether I believe that he was the Son of God, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, okay, if, if as I've been taught, that's the way to eternal life, I'm going to say to myself, deep side, inside, just like you're talking about, does that person really believe that? Mm-hmm. What I really believe is I might as well buy this because if it's true, mm-hmm. I'm going to have eternal life. And if it's not true, I'm going to be just like everybody else. That's the number one most flawed argument in all of religion. No, no, that's that's not an argument. That's just the way I think. Now, well, here's uh, Okay, go ahead. Now, here's the point. Sure. If you're going to go to the side, to me, that's just kind of ignorant, okay, there's no God, there's no heaven, there's no hell, there's no devil, there's no angels, there's nothing. You die, you're done. Mm-hmm. And you don't believe in any of the afterlife, eternal life, or anything else. If there is that, you're not going to get to go there. That's so a flawed why, argument. That's a so flawed you, argument. Well, why would you want to fool around? No, with, that's a flawed got, argument. Got you got no out. You're a flawed argument because... I got an out. No, you don't. Because you <laughs> are you are just like me, except minus one religion. Out of the multitude of choices, you are the same as I am, minus one, or actually plus one religion. I believe in one less God than you do. Okay. One less doctrine, one less dogma. What I'm saying you. is, I got my bases covered. Just no, like you I... have one. You have one minute corner of a base covered on an entire playing field, and I'm saying I don't you think got there's no a bases playing... covered. You have you have not you have not uh, 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 taken a safe road. You're taking a big gamble. Well, I think that there is a, a severe... I, there's no way that, that the, the implication that your life is a barrel of sin and all sins weighed equally, blah, blah, blah. There's no, no way... Weigh, they do not weigh okay, equally. Okay, fine. Thankfully. But okay. regardless, if your life is a barrel of sin and you're always living in sin and you have to always repent for every little thing that you do, there is no way that doesn't affect you on a deep emotional level to where you're either living in guilt or you absolve yourself of the guilt by making up excuses for why you can get away with certain things and not others, or, well, if I do this, I'll go and pray, and this so is, on and so forth. Uh, you're talking about minutiae now. I, I'll grant you that, but what it's, I'm saying uh, is you believe in minutiae. one more God I'm than I do. I'm talking about the big picture. The big picture okay. is... The big picture is... I've got my bases covered. If there is an afterlife and eternal life and all that, I believe in it, and I'll get to do it. No, if there's not, if there's not, (laughs) then I'm just going to be like everybody else. Uh, Look, but but you don't have all your bases covered. You have you have like a portion of one. There is no other base. There's plenty of other bases. Oh no, there's plenty of religions. (laughs) Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about one thought process. I'm not trying to go into whether you can confess sins to a priest and be absolved, or you can go preach on a corner and be a, uh, 
uh, what do they call those little guys with the bells and everything? Right, right. Well, whatever. Snow guy. I'm not talking about all that. That's all minutia to me. I'm dealing with the big boys here. Okay, okay. So let's go big, big boy. Is, I want to know. I believe there's a big boy. Okay. And I believe the sun lived on this earth. And, and you I think just that alone that. is going to get you the happy forever? No. Just, just yes, believing that? Yes, it will. I believe it will. Okay. Well, then. I believe that I will live in eternity if that is the case. I see. Well, if if and only if that particular That's not line, a particular thing. That's a very popular yeah, I mean, thing. I, yeah, but, well, it's but popular doesn't. That's still one side. Is what I'm saying. Is it, yeah, you, the other side is you don't believe it and you just die and go into the light or whatever it is. Uh, look, let me put it this way. I am as 100 well, – I'm, I'm not even going to say 100. I am as positive that there is zero uh, – no. what we call – hear me out. I, Can I tell you something? I want There's to finish my no sentence. Chance. There is no – when I say no, I mean zero. Okay, mm-hmm. they could be a one or a two percent, but there's zero chance of you being confident that there's no God. There's no chance in this world that your brain can lock out that possibility. Uh, you, you say you, you don't. You say you don't believe it. That's a different thing. Right. Well, well, well what I'm saying is you that you can't that, be confident that that's the case. I'm saying this. I'm saying that. You realize? Uh, oh, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. What I'm saying is that 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 if one were in, if one were so inclined, one could reasonably explain how two thousand plus years ago, depending on which religion you choose, uh, how one could reasonably could deduce how a group of people might come to believe certain things. That's the part that I'm saying. Now. I am as certain that no religion, no major religion has got it right as I am that if I walked into my room right now, there isn't a purple elephant. Now, now it's possible that I could walk in there, but I am as sure of that that I would put hard money down on it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that that faction. You can still live an eternal life believing that. That's that's where we're going with it. So we'll get off of religion. You want to talk about movies. But I didn't see the social network, so what? I mean, I don't know what other movies to. Oh, for one thing, I hated every character in the movie, but the movie will probably win the Academy Award. It, it's, I mean, I honestly, I mean, I said characters were despicable to me. I mean, I was like, these are really terrible people. But the movie was so well done, well written, and the characters were good. The actors. I mean, it might win the Academy Award. I'm serious. It, 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 I, I believe you. I, I literally have not heard a bad thing yet about the film. I haven't heard yeah, anybody say anything bad. Exquisite film, really. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that. And I, I I might like it, but at the same time, I might not, because I'll just be, like, pissed off that the people I try to talk to about making something similar didn't listen to me. But uh, And I could be that well, guy. But whatever, it's fine. I mean, you know, I'll let that slide. But what's interesting <laughs> is, is that... Is, I, I've said this before to people is I was like, I feel like and I said this to you is like, I, I love the Sopranos as a show, but everybody on, I have to curse here, but everybody on that show was a piece of shit that I didn't really care about. Tony, I didn't care about they were, He was a piece of shit as a person. He's kind of oh, a piece of shit. Man. 
He's Tony kind was of a taking care of everybody, man. He had a lot of pressure on him. He had to take care of all these people. Now everybody knows what side of the dividing line. Should I give a little... Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to point out that my father is a proud Italian, born and raised in New Orleans. I will leave it there. I'll let you fill in, in the, the Italian community in of New Orleans. Italian community. Yes, How indeed. much further do you plan to go with... with... Up to my earlobes. No, no. I... <laughs> what I'm saying is how much further do you plan to go with that explanation as far as... Well, like... not any... we're not doing all that. Right, right. I'm not I'm saying not anything. I'm not saying squat. I'm just... I'm not in the mood, but I can I tell know, you but, that... But you have a... Uh, let me... I'm trying to put this in the most, most uh, 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 center-of-the-road way as possible, but you have a soft spot for certain characters on The Sopranos. That's yeah. safe, that's that's a safe way to put it. Yeah. Okay. You have a. I don't want to. I don't know an emotional bond. Do you have a? Uh, uh, well, I I, yeah. I I I'm very much connected to many of the people in the in the Sopranos. The 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 writers and uh, uh, the people that created it, David Chase and those guys. And by the way, he's actually an Italian, and his father changed their name. Okay. His name, everybody thinks his name is Chase. The father named the family after a bank. Yeah, I, I know of Chase Bank. I didn't know that yeah. he named him after it. That's kind of funny. Yeah, that's what he did. He didn't want to use the real name. Anyway, he grew up in New Jersey right there, and he was writing that story based on just the characters that he had run across. But anyway, yeah, I, feel, I, felt, I felt it was so honestly done from the standpoint of what actually goes on that uh it, it surpassed anything I'd ever seen. I mean, uh it was it was very realistic. You know, there's people I've known in my life exactly like the people in that movie in that series. Okay. And that's it's something that I'll always have the DVDs to replay over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> but, I figured uh, out I've I have found a gift that for I mean, The Godfather was, you know, a classic movie, a classic two movies. And I love Marlon Brando and Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Sure. But it took place at a different time than than my life. And The Sopranos was much more modern. uh, Well, I think that's why everybody liked it. It was because it it had this, you know, such a modern feel. And they were like, oh, so this is how it would go on today if it's still, you know. Exactly. And and you know it's just it was just so well done though I mean when you look at it again and again like I've done you know it's just amazing how well done it was really yeah, I, I, I mean, must it, say that the final yeah. episode I really thought Tony was going to get bumped off I think in the final be, episode yeah. I really did I thought that's where it was going to end yeah so I was glad it ended where we all made up our own mind what the ending would be actually. I mean, that's how he ended. He ended it where you could just make up your own ending. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I mean, I, I literally I loved the show. I, I think it was well-written and everything else. I just, I remember talking to Nat at the time. Nat, for the listeners at home, is Dan best, my, my best friend and former roommate of, of like 10 years. Uh, yeah, Dan is his real name, but I call him Nat from high school. Um, but I remember saying like, because we would watch, you know, we would gather around, you know, every every week to, sure. to watch it. And I, I was like, you know, the whole time I was like, you know, I just can't find a character that I actually like. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of like Tony, but he was such a... What about a... Polly Walnuts? 
I liked, uh, you know, the only one that I actually genuinely was like, he's a good person up until very close to the end of the show was Silvio. Silvio was like the one guy who was always cool, and then he went off the rails. Now, now, here's the thing. It's hard for me to believe that characters in a show are liked or disliked based on some moral temperature. I mean, that's how I roll, man. That's how that's, I roll. That's pretty. That's pretty strong. I just, because, I, uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not like Pat. Look, Paulie would definitely not like Paul, Captain Ahab. In like Logan. I, I personally despised Paulie. Like I hated him every time I he was on this. Oh my god! Are you kidding me? Man, With he the was, stripe. Oh he was god! Man. Everything about him, I didn't care for. I don't, don't think I ever liked anything he ever did. Ever. I literally was like, I, I know there's guys like that in this it's world. It's a guy trying to take care of what he thought was his mother, and he finds out she wasn't even his mother after all those years. Yeah, and he gets pissed about it. Well, I guess he does. It's a one that didn't blow up brains out. But what? She was great, but she took care of him as a kid. That yeah, matters far more than blood. Far more than blood. He was with all this stuff. He spent a fortune putting her in that. In that uh, because she took oh. care of him. Oh man! That but was... no, but uh, look, and his mother, and his mother was a nun that got pregnant. This goes back to the argument Give me we a break. Wait, wait. This goes back to the discussion we had earlier because you are valuing one's genetic code over <laughs> one's l- lifestyle and and the choices they consciously make. Where I'm saying that, like, I've got friends that are adopted. You know what I mean? And I would never go so I've never ever to any of them been like, Yeah, but that's not your real dad or whatever. Yeah, but they know it. I'm saying it's nothing no, wrong with being adopted. They no, know it. Like, they know they were adopted. I'm talking about this guy spent his whole life. I mean, here's a man who's probably fifty years old and and, and and then he finds out this woman that he has dedicated his life to and spent a fortune taking care of her is not about- even his mother. But what about all the time she spent taking care of him when he was young and the fortune she spent on schooling and food? The guy was in a juvenile detention home for half of his childhood. I don't remember that part, but whatever. He was arrested as a kid for stealing from people. Don't you remember the scene where he comes back to get the the old lady that that lived at the nursing home with his mother? And he, he, he sneaks in the house and she catches him. She says, I remember you, what you used to do. Oh, okay, yeah, but, he bumped it, it was ba- but it was, a, but she put up with that bad little, you know. what I'm saying she did what she could. I'm just saying, like, no. uh, I'll, 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 this Sorry. might get, this no. might get too serious, but like, there are people in my family that you know of that I am not fond of at all, and if I had a choice, I would never talk to again. And, and frankly, I don't think I ever will. In fact, in fact, I would bet money that when I get to some point where they'll see my name on a paper or a magazine or something that's the day they're going to decide to talk to me and i'm going to tell them where to stick it there you go that's you know what i'm saying like so i don't i don't hold any uh, uh loyalty to them despite you know their proximity to my you know mom now let's talk that this is uh people on the other side of the family yeah, yeah that's fine okay. their proximity to my mom a very close pro- i'm just gonna say it i don't give a crap they can listen no, watch to out it. watch out don't say it 
It's I, too much. I'm not. I want to. I'll make it clear. I'll put it out like this. If they're listening, which good, I, I sincerely doubt they'll stop staring at the mirror and loving themselves long enough to freaking right give a crap. Time to lighten up. Look, and we, we're. I'm saying this to them. We're 12 minutes into my okay, evening. Okay, okay. I'll be done in a minute, but I want them to know you yeah. have nothing to do with what I'm about to say. And I know it's difficult for you because you're not fond of them either. However, your opinion does not influence mine. Which should be very clear throughout this whole podcast that but your see, opinion and my opinion are totally care different. Enough about them to actually get upset. With me, they 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 mean nothing to me at all, so I can't even get upset with them. Well, it upsets me because uh, all right, I'll, I'll I'll make it quick. It's it, <laughs> I did not care for for seeing. You know, that was the reason they invented the guillotine. Yeah, yeah. Well, because look. other ways of putting people to death was taking too long. See. So they they invented the guillotine to end it quickly. They could run, you know, five or six people in a matter of two minutes. Huh? Oh, because I'm running it too long? You want to no, have this conversation another time? I'm saying that, uh, you know, there's there's quick ways to get the death over with. I mean, you know. You don't have to drag it out and bring all these things up. I literally, I'm just doing that because you seem uncomfortable. I was trying to ease your concerns because you were like, don't say it. You, I, I don't get uncomfortable. All right, all right. Well, whatever. The thing I'm uncomfortable about is I'm missing the uh, the uh, 8 o'clock uh, oh, sports uh, thing. Oh, Christ, this guy. But it's taped. This is good. I'm saving you commercials. Oh. This will be a good thing. Look, I, don't, I was very, very... <laughs> He's going to finish this I'm going to, because I was very... I'm immensely, from a moral standpoint, if I could stand on a high horse, I was immensely disturbed that my now-deceased, bless-her-heart mother's older sister, after the the memorial, ran into her house and grabbed everything she could and left in a matter of five minutes. That was... She was like, all right, what's hers? Okay, let me have that. Pile it into the truck. We're going. And I was like, really, lady? Really? And has since then claimed that she's tried to get a hold of both me and my sister Meredith. And it's like Meredith and I talk to her daughter all the time. Not Would, only am I the easiest one in the world to get a hold of, and you know that, but but Meredith is not difficult. If you needed to get a you could find you could call your daughter and say, Hey, you talk to Meredith five times a week. Give me her phone number or email address. She's never done that. She just claims that, oh, I've been meaning to talk to you two by telling. Uh, what is she going to talk to you about? This is just what she says when. Our, I mean, our... what would you want her to talk to you about? I guess. I don't. Look, uh, the reason I bring this up is because our cousin is really upset that we don't like her mom. Oh, OK. Because she well, they all want us to come up there for Christmas. And I'm like, I, you know, Meredith and I are both like, look, we're not going there if that lady's there. Screw it. When I we have no desire to talk to her ever again, and and our cousin, of course, being the mediator, she's like, "Why, why are you upset with you know?" She's and it's like, and so she goes and yaps to her mom because she can't, you know. Is this so, on your pad of subjects to no, cover? No, no, just look, it came up because you're talking about Polly Walnuts, who's like a terrible person. <laughs> and I was like, "There's a character on a show." I mean, I know, but I'm just saying. I mean, you people thought that like that guy? What is that guy's name that, that kills people at Halloween? What's that uh, guy? Jason? Or no, no, no. Uh, Mer- Me- uh, yeah, Myers. Yeah, people like Jason. He's a freaking My- Myers. Uh, Michael Myers, right? Michael Myers. That guy. People. Well, like I like Freddie. <laughs> there you go. You see. 
There's nothing. These are characters on a stinking show. Yeah, yeah, I know, but he's funny. Well, I mean, I wouldn't want to. It's hilarious, man. Well, yeah, look, he was entertaining. I'm just saying that, like, very I don't, I don't, I don't, it's not like I don't want to find the guy who played him and punch him. I don't, you know, well, I know these are character. Here's the good thing about that. The guy that played him was actually, actually served time in jail. I mean, he was, uh, he, he was kind of playing yeah, the I same read part. I read that. I read that. I was like, wow. Well, yeah, he was a, he was a character by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, but I mean, I, Paulie Walnuts. He was so like just ignorant of standard information, you know. He the things he would say was just funny to me. I don't know, but I, I tell you funny. one thing: he, he was, was a dangerous guy. Absolutely, and very. I, I, that's what I was saying. Cause he was he was that kind of loose cannon that you felt like you could never talk sense into. And I just don't like those kinds of people. I'm not. It didn't affect my enjoyment of the show. I'm just saying, like I was like I watched it. I was like, that's not a nice person. Yeah, well. and and you're just like you were defending him from a blood standpoint, where I'm like that has nothing to do with Not anything. Blood standpoint. No, you were like, well, that didn't I find out the mother. Him as a character on a TV show. I know, but I'm saying the character's blood. I don't mean the guy who played him. I'm saying okay, the character. Yeah, right, okay. When you were like, oh, well, he finds out that's not his. And I'm like, well, that lady like gave up her life to, you know, not like her whole life, but I'm just saying that uh, she geez. did. She she should get some. Cr- I didn't think he handled that. I thought so that was a mean thing to do a, for that character. That's if you evil like thing, that. man. That's evil. What is? To what she did, not telling him all this time. I mean, but you know that was kind of the time people lived in. I mean, it, it, you know, you can't get a nun pregnant. That's like you know, you talk, I, I, going yeah, to hell. Yeah. That's like a one way ticket right there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I've been I, seriously. That's on my checklist, and I don't think I'll ever check that off. So you know, it's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of things on that show where they're where they they're rooted in traditions that don't make sense to me, and and unfor- like the one that I want to ask you about because I'm like, there's no way anybody ever felt this way. I can't because you uh, we don't talk about sexual subjects, so I can't ask. Well, what's the sexual subject? A soprano sexual subject? Yeah, where they look where the the one episode that I saw recently that still makes me giggle just because I'm like, there's nobody like that, is there? Where what? it's like where where uh, where uh, uh, Junior has that mistress. Yeah, I think you know what I'm talking about. Junior has that mistress, and he gets all pissed off because she goes yapping at the salon that he goes down on her. Yeah, yeah, and then like he's like, "You crazy bitch!" and he like slams her around, and I'm like, "Really?" Because you went because yes. she. And like, and yeah. then Tony goes, "Oh, you don't do that," and he's like making fun of him, and then and then his wife is like. You know, the same thing. She's like, what? Who cares? And he's like, don't you ever tell anybody. And I'm like, really? Are, is that? That can't really. Really? No that, uh, no, that comes from now. He's a little older than Tony. You got to understand. That's Tony's uncle. Yeah, but even Tony was like, don't tell anybody. I go, you know, whistling in the canyon, I think is what he said. And yeah. He was like really sincere about it. Like, don't you dare, woman. Well, it was there was a time in our lives here in this planet. Uh-huh. Where that was very unmanly. Uh-huh. Pleasing that, a woman was unmanly. That particular that particular thing was a very unmanly thing. 
Yeah, you see, this is. Uh, so that's yeah. what you know. That's where it comes from. I mean, well, that, that that's doesn't make not, any that, sense to me. I thought like that. Well, it may not make any sense to you, and it has no reason to be sensible today because no. there's no boundaries at all about anything. Well, but, but no, because it, it was, was supposed time. to take place in modern day, and Tony was modern yeah, day. This guy's older. He's older. Well, he's. I mean, you know, no offense, the but other he was, thing is, you got to realize these his guys, character was it was about your age, if not a little younger. Yeah, they live a little different. Uh, they live a, a little different uh, sort of uh, life, you'd say. You know, they, they 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 live in a different world than normal people. It's a very macho, macho. Yeah, very thing. macho, and it's yeah. very much got to do with insulting people or making fun of them. It's just like, it's just like the guy when they made fun of the guy's fat wife. Right, right. I mean, that was a bit. By the way, that woman died last week. Oh, I did not hear. The woman that. that played the fat wife. I didn't hear that. Yeah, she died. Yeah. Forty-six years old. Well, she, anyway, she got a role on one of the greatest TV shows of all time. So, I mean, I'm sure she was proud of that. She'll be there forever on that show. But, yeah, yeah. but uh, that that was another pl- place where that was strictly uh, an insulting thing. To talk about a man's wife negatively? You know, make fun of a man's wife in front of a bunch of people and everybody laughs about it. I mean, that's like, uh, you know, there are groups of... Italians in that sort of realm, where that guy would have, they would have rubbed somebody out over that. Oh, I, I don't doubt that. I would that, never. I mean, you know, capital offense right there. Well, I, but, I don't even think that's an Italian thing. I think that just generally speaking, it's just it's rude. Just you know, like I, my bosses, one of my bosses is married. You know, whenever he talks about his wife, I'm very careful to not say anything that could come off as like, yeah, even as even as a joke, I would never. No, you don't want to do that. That's yeah. for sure. If I got friends that get married, even if I know both of them for a whole long time, I'm not gonna. Yeah, ah, your wife, huh? You know, like no. If she's there, maybe, but like not. You know. Well, this that's, uh, that's fair. It's that a makes kind sense. of strange thing. I mean, I've seen so many times where that kind of thing has happened, where somebody says something about somebody's kid or his wife or somebody's daddy or something. Right. They'll, you know, people go completely bonsai over it because they feel like they have to it's like being called out or something i mean it's just, sure and that's something uh, i'd like to see an end of too is the is the machismo. you like what now an end to the to the machismo everybody gets in a fight you know oh man you just i don't know i don't know about you you got these strange things very, I, I just say that's not i would like very to liberal they're very liberal you you must subscribe to the nation magazine no huh? no look it's wrong to to want less violence in the world i don't i'm not sure why that's you're like you're crazy yeah but you see some some so-called violence uh-huh. actually has a positive effect on some things no of course it does. Fights, though, I, I've seen it firsthand in my life. I've been in a lot of fights. I've Look, never saw somebody a squat. Gets, somebody gets their nose bloodied over something they said. In a lot of cases, they'll never say it again. <laughs> that doesn't solve the issue. They just won't say it to you. Stop the, issue. the issue is solved because you no. never have to hear this guy say this again. That's well, he, might, he may or may not say it to your face. Well, but if he says it and you hear about it, he's going to get a bloody nose again. So he's probably <laughs> going to try to pass on that. You know, does it really? I don't know. Because it but could progress. The... You know, it could become a progressive thing. 
I, I'm just saying, like, a respectful, like, you know, hey, that's a disrespectful, you know. If people just know, like, look, it's disrespectful to do that. Just if you had just respect for people, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that, that in the pre- in the absence of violence, you know, right. I don't. I respect, this is a religious thing. This is a good question to bring up. All right. Got exactly two minutes. Yeah, yeah. We'll go in a minute, but I want to hear this rant. Okay. Should I respect everybody? No. Okay. That's all I want to know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't think that at all. I don't. I, there's a lot of people I don't respect. Okay. Good. And I know. I know that there's a lot of people you don't respect. I wouldn't ask you to respect Nancy Pelosi or anybody like that, for instance. <laughs> and I, I don't have any respect for the Pope. So you know. Well, you don't even know the Pope. You don't know what the Pope says. You don't know what he thinks. I do. I mean, I don't know what he says. In some, don't I don't like, speak Italian, don't but like, I've seen the transcripts. You don't like a Pope of any kind. Uh, this, this is very just true. like saying I don't like the presidency. No, that's not necessarily always true. It's the same thing when you don't like the Pope. Well, no, because the Pope represents an entire line of thinking that I disagree with. Don't even know what is. He's the head of an organization that I greatly disagree with, and so I, you know, yeah. If I don't, I don't have any respect for the. I'm not drawing the same line, by the way. Here, I'm just making an analogy that does not. Yeah, let me. I don't respect the Grand Wizard of the KKK either, and I don't care who he is or what he says. I don't even think we got one of those anymore. I mean, I, I'm sure there's always got to be one somewhere, but I'm just saying, like... I have a picture taken in Mississippi, of course, mm-hmm. with my arm around the shoulders of David Duke. Oh, good Lord. Those people a little older than you will remember David Duke. I been remember David Duke. The head of the Ku Klux Klan yes. and started the White Nation and all that oh, stuff. Oh, God, why would you? Unless your arm was around him to give him a freaking headlock and a punch in the nose. Oh, I just happened to meet him, and they caught, they flipped the camera, you know, at the time when I had my arm around him. So. Oh, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> what a terrible time. I didn't kiss him or anything. I mean, look, I'm, I don't want to, ugh. It's just terrible. I can't even believe ah. David Duke. Believe. What ever oh, happened whatever. to him? I, I kind of disappeared. Like, I mean, he was like. I hope he's getting daily beaten. You know, oh, just, now you know that's a terrible. Now you shouldn't wish bad uh, things on people. No, it's just, I've said this before. You got to wish things. Between respect and wishing bad things upon people. I think you need to wish bad things. I think you should. Do you? When people say, like, you don't wish that on your worst enemy. Like, I wouldn't wish blankety blank on my worst enemy. I'm like, no, 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 wish it on your worst enemy. Don't wish it on yourself. Like, wish. I, don't wish, I don't wish things on Nancy Pelosi, like, personal things. Like, I hope she dies of cancer or something. I mean, oh, I, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't feel that way. Sure, no. But I do think, I do hope that for David Duke. Actually, no, I... He I for David Duke. You don't even know David Duke. I, no, I guess I hope David that... David Duke may have become a, an atheist in the last 20 years. I don't know. You know, Nobody knows where atheist. he is. Atheist? That's got nothing to do with anything. I'm talking about his racial did. I don't know. I, I, don't I, know I, I just, I, you know, <laughs> I just feel like there's certain sins you can't... Nah, I don't know. I don't know. For that long, I don't feel like he walked away from that. Okay, I, now I'm glad you brought up sins, because now I can tell you a Catholic story. <laughs> All right, well, then we'll go after this, I guess. My I don't grandmother, uh-huh. on my father's side, who, by the way, was always known as Mom. Okay. She was grandmother, really. And this is not Mamma. No, this is Mom. Okay. Mamma was my mother's mother. This okay. is my dad's okay. mother. Okay. All right. And she was about 
as Catholic as anyone I've ever met, including the Pope, the priests, the brothers, and the, the nuns. I mean, she was raised that way and lived that way. Went to church seven days a week. Good Lord. Okay. The priest, when she got, she lived to be 99. All right. When she was around 92, she got a little bit on a decrepit side, and the priest used to come to her house and mm -hmm. give her Holy Communion. Okay. I mean, this is a woman dedicated. Yeah. All right. Now, when I was a young lad, particularly in the period when I went away to college, it was the first time I moved away from home and all that, and then got married and went through all that problem and moved around everything else. Mm -hmm. During that period, mom used to send me what's called a novena card. A novena card and what it is is it's a synopsis of prayers and candles that she had lit in my name that would be registered when I died to offset the sins that I had committed a novena now she believed this as strongly as you can believe anything okay mm -hmm. it was pretty difficult for me to you know, think of it the way she thought of it. But she was so dedicated to that. She used to ask me about it when I would see her, you know, did you get my Novena card? And I used to keep these cards in a cigar box. Okay. So one day when I did a pretty bad thing, let's say, <laughs> I went in there. <laughs> I was feeling kind of bad about doing what I had done. And I went into the cigar box. Hold on, real quick, because I want to point out something to the, to the listeners here. There are there are certain things that I can never ask my father about over phone lines, and you will never hear. And this is probably one of those times. So go ahead. <laughs> anyway, I went, pulled out the cigar box. I was by myself in the house. Pulled out the cigar box, and took out. I must have had. I don't know. 60 or 70 novena cards over the years that she Jesus, had sent me. God. And I picked up a few of the novena cards, and I'm praying to these novena cards that they're going to work because I'm thinking, okay, if I die right now, I'm going to hell. I can tell you that right definitely. There will be no stopping in limbo or anywhere. I'm gone. So I, I won't. I'm so painfully. Everybody's going to wonder what the hell it was, and you'll never tell them. But, you know, all right, go ahead. What the hell? What was it, what it was? It was so bad. Oh, well, I mean, it was just one of many bad things I've done. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. it was man. You should be a politician the way you dodge questions. Anyway, go ahead. It was particularly bad because, I mean, it, you know, it was a bad thing. But, but uh, <laughs> I'm trying to, I know this is a serious story. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, so that's what I was. I just wanted to tell you that. that I was in such a state of mind at that point that I actually wished I believed what my grandmother believed. You yes. see what I mean? And to try to orchestrate it or make it where I did believe it, I took out those Novena cards and read them and prayed just what was on the Novena cards, you know, 20 Hail Marys and two Our Fathers and the yeah. Act of Contrition and Apostles' Creed, all these prayers that you learn when you're Catholic. 
Right. And uh, so many points you get for each thing. And <laughs> and you were like, how many points is this? I'm right. just going, I'm thinking, okay, this is, you know, I'm going to have to read every card I know and pray till I'm dead to get rid of this sin here. And uh, anyway. Dark just, cloud but, over this whole thing. But, give me the Catholic story. But you, do you genuinely believe that having done that will, that day, oh. did you feel like it absolved you? No. Okay. I've never been absolved of these things. Okay. So my argument, not so much although, argument. Although in my religion, I am absolved. Okay. My my no, my I, stance I, I, on that is that she hoped that that this would help. And I think she genuinely, just like you, wanted also to believe it. Sure. Well, no, she believed it. I, you can't say you can't speak for somebody oh, yeah. else. No, she would I never tell. She would. She lived in such a time that she would never say otherwise. Well, I can tell you, you don't know what the stuff this woman used to do. She had an altar in the house. I mean, I have met some crazy religious. She was. People. She was not crazy. Okay. No, for no, one, I'm not saying she was. I'm just saying I've also. Met she's people. not like one of these praying maniacs. She, the other thing is, she never was the kind of person who would try to get you to believe what she believes. In other words, you would never have a discussion where she's saying, you know, you have to do this and you have to do that. She never did that, ever. Sure. She wasn't proselytizing, yeah. Never. No. Right. Absolutely not. That's good. And and she didn't have a... She was just, you know, like they talk about Mother Teresa being a saint. Oh, good. Mother Lord. Teresa had nothing on this woman. Well, Mother Teresa had nothing anyway. So, well, I'm just know. saying, this was a holy woman. Right. She would nothing but good things. I mean, that's the way she was. That's good. Yeah, I'm so not. Look, I, if 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 a religion makes somebody genuinely a better person, if they if they are oh, like you know, if absolutely. they're a good person, well, I, I don't even say religion. I, I feel like that's a cop out. But if somebody's a good person, I don't care what they believe. I mean, I you know what I mean. I don't think you're a bad person. I you know whatever have you. Uh, I think when people use religion as a clutch to do bad things. <laughs> Pope, you see, um, the is none of us are perfect. Oh, I don't. I and there's always things that, yeah. you do that you regret you did, and some of them are you know terrible, and some are worse than others. And if you didn't have, you know, to me, if it's not some sense of forgiveness of this, or I've got to be where I move past this, I can't let this dominate my thought process because I'll never get to do anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even if you just said it was bad luck, you know, and left religion out of it altogether. Yeah. You know, you could do it that way. You could say, well, this is going to give me bad luck, you know. Which yeah, is I mean, what everybody out here says karma. Grigory you know. gri or something, you know. Right, well, I mean, people say karma, you say grigory. Grigory is a cage. culpa, and, yeah. G-R-I-S, G-R-I-S, grigory. Well, I mean, I guess my thing of that is that, like, yeah, there's plenty of things. I, I'm not even claiming I'm perfect or that I haven't sinned or that I, you know what I mean? I've done a lot of crap in my life that I that I despise myself. You see, for. I don't want you to talk about it. I, look, I'm not. I'm just saying it's the same kind of thing. But the difference is that I don't, I guess the thing is like, I if, if I can find the source of that, you know, the thing that I feel bad about, which oftentimes I can because it's like I said something terrible to somebody trying yeah. to be funny. Yeah. Um, but good Lord, I have, that's happened. That happens twice a week. But, um, 
I will find them and say, look, I was a real, like, I was trying to do this and this happened. I want you to know I genuinely, like, you know, I I suck and I can't sleep, you know. Until that person forgives me. And even then I can barely let it go. But the point is that, like, I got to absolve this crap while I'm here. I don't have any, like, oh, well, that, you know, I'll be absolved once I'm, once I'm, I'll say some stuff and then I'm good. That stuff stays with me. And I just try to use it in my life to move forward as a better person. And I'm not saying religious people don't do that. I'm just saying that it, that it, it occurs to me that, that there's a lot of, uh, 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 what I'm looking for, uh, bad things, uh, sins, if you will, whatever have you, amongst religious people, uh, high-ranking religious people. Yeah. Like, corruption, that's the word. There's a high level so in other of words, corruption. Where they, where, they, where they portraying themselves as never having sinned or something? I just, in a way, not so much never having sinned, because they'll never, they'll never say that, but, but to a high level of bad things they've done in their lives, and I feel like They've absolved themselves of that psychologically by offloading it onto this ethereal void. Whereas I say, no, you got to live with that here on Earth, and you better spend your time here on Earth making up for that, or you're a bad person. Irrespective here's a, of your Here's what I want to tell you. Here's what I want to tell you. This is a little bit serious. All right, please do. Everybody that I know that knows you. Mm-hmm. Now, this would not include, obviously, all the people you know that I don't know. Okay? <laughs> okay. Everybody that I know that knows you, okay. including kids and grandkids and aunts and uncles and cousins of mine that may have met you sure. at some point, they all use almost exactly the same terminology about you to me. Mitchell is a good kid. That's what they say. Yeah. Now, your mother, mom, I should say, your mom. Yeah. When we would talk and the discussion would come up about you or about your hairdo or maybe something <laughs> I brought up, you know. All right. Well, he's got things in his tongue and you know, all that. <laughs> what would your mother say to me? Oh, Mitchell's, Mitchell's a good kid. So that was a good what I'm telling you is that's your reputation in my world. Yes. And that's that's something that I envy in you because I don't think that's a term anybody in their life has ever used for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that about you. Well, you may have said it, but it's not a you know, not that everybody would say bad things about me, but they right, would say right. something different. They wouldn't use sure, that terminology. Sure, that's sure. a that's a terrific high praise in my opinion. I, I I'm honored by it. I really am. absolutely. I told my I told mom as much many times. She was like, because any time that I I had any kind of guilt about doing something, or whatever, or if I made an uncouth joke, she would always say, Mitchell, you're not that kind of person. You are a good person. There you go. I mean, she consistently like drilled it into my head. So I guess in a sense I should walk around like I'm the friggin' Messiah, but like <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that she doesn't know everything. You know, I, I I mean you don't know either. It's not like I tell you everything, but you know I did. I don't want to know. I know you don't. I, you know, and I tried to come. So you always want to know about all my sins because I, I, I don't. I mean, I would tell you any bad thing I did. I I, and it, I want to know. 
I'm not I know you know. I'm not saying you do. I definitely do. don't want it on the air, I can tell well, you. Well, I mean, it's going to be. You know, it'll be on stage. I mean, I don't have... You know, this is everybody's my uh, my uh, pastor that I go into the booth with. The stage well, is my good. the stage is that. I, I actually think it's entertaining to talk about yourself to people. People like to hear about other people, what they think and what they do, and all that stuff. It's sort of like a nosy feeling, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, I, you know, I mean, and that's the thing is, I I try to, you know, this is the thing you'd asked me about before is like there seems to be a lot of, you know, self. Uh, not hatred, but but downplaying, uh, you know, self, uh, I don't know, disdain in a sense. And yeah. I said, yeah, that's the thing. Of I, Nobody wants to hear a guy get up there and go, I have muscles for days. And, oh, the women <laughs> I woo. And, you know, they want to hear, like, I fell down the other day and into You got to make fun. You got to make fun of yourself. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So, I mean. That's I, what's, in fact, it's funny. It is. It absolutely it's definitely is. funny. And people, and All right. Well, it's so. been nice. It has. It has. Thank you. That was a uh, just a good note to go out on. That was a way to, way, way to wrap I, that up. Well, I was trying to, you know, have a roundup thing at I the know. end. It's good. It's, it's a way to end it. All right. So this is a little bit longer than I expected, but you know, it was a good episode. I enjoyed. Did you have fun? Yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed it. But I don't want to go this long every time. I mean, right, I'm right. wearing out over here. Right. Well, next time we'll have an actual timer that matches how long we're doing the podcast because we won't have to do that intro thing. Again. See, according to my little screen here, it was one hour, 49 minutes, and 48, 49, 50. Yeah, yeah, but it's going to end up being like about an hour and a half. Yeah, because you went through all that pre-stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Time. So, I mean, I'm thinking like, yeah, hour, hour 15, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, all well. All right, Mitchell. All right, Dad. Tuesday we'll roll it again. Tuesday again. Now, right, it's so. going to be. What you need to do is send me the thing that I can link so people can hear this. Absolutely, I will do that tonight. And I can give it to other people if I wanted to. Absolutely. If I mean, it's your call if you want them listening to this. Well, I'm gonna listen to it first. <laughs> <laughs> good, good call. Yeah. yeah, I'll try to get it all it's finished up. Editing, if you if there's something in there, you know that you know shouldn't be in there, you'll edit it out, right? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. What right? Happens. I mean, I will. But do you feel like? I mean, I feel like it was all good. I, I mean, can't remember anything that needs that. <laughs> that doesn't mean that that doesn't. Beans, I can't remember whether I just took a sip out of this glass no. two minutes ago. Well, for future reference, if you're ever about to say something that I should edit out, yeah. say say edit this out. And then say it, and then go. Okay, you could stop editing. Okay. So then, well, I'll just know. All right, that doesn't go on. You're just giving me context so we can get on to whatever. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm fine with everything I said. Okay. All right. Well, love talk it. See you later. We'll, we'll talk. Let you know. uh, I got the birthday. I gotta get to this week. So. That's true. That's true. All right. All right. Enjoy your sports. All right. Talk to you later, Mitch. All right. Take care, man. Love you. Love you.